is a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a beautiful, muggy, hot morning in the hill country. I understand we're still having uh, some transmitter issues. So if you can't hear me right now, then uh, go tune in on uh, online. I loved it, Harley, trying to figure out how to tell people that uh, our... our uh, our tower is not working right, so they have to go online and listen. So I know 102.1 was working fine this morning. It must have been uh, the other one. Um, but anyway, so you know that anytime we have issues like that, and man, that storm brought some lightning last weekend and, and just really knocked the station around. So you know that you can get us online at hillcountrypatriot.com. And uh, you can listen to us live anywhere in the world as my mom is listening. Uh, uh, good afternoon to my mom and whoever other members of my family that may be sitting around uh, the kitchen table in Castle Rock, Northern Ireland, as we speak. So good afternoon to y'all. And um, we got some things on your calendar. We have a special guest in the studio today. Jim Motherall is going to be here telling us about the uh, movie, the monumental movie that's going to be showing at Zion Lutheran on Thursday night. Um, and so we're going to get you all the details on that here in the second quarter. Tomorrow night on uh, in, in Fredericksburg, if you're interested in the Texas nationalist movement, TNM, um, there is a meetup of Texit at Backwoods Barbecue. That has become a regular meeting. I'm not sure what if they have picked like the fourth Wednesday or the last Wednesday or something like that, but I do know they let me know every time they have a meeting there and I get it on the air. I think it is now a regular meeting, and I believe uh, Angela was there uh, at the last one and said they pretty much had filled the room. So uh, that's good. We, uh, you know, the Fredericksburg Tea Party at one of our uh, places at one point in time was meeting at the Backwoods Barbecue there in Fredericksburg, and uh, we just outgrew it, and and I missed the barbecue, um, but uh, we just had more people than you could squeeze in that room back there. So Texit right now is still in that room. I believe it'll hold about 35 comfortably. So get some barbecue, go over uh, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock if you have any questions about the Texas nationalist movement. This Saturday at uh, 1 o'clock is going to be a prayer walk, um, and uh, it is going to be behind. Now, first Saturday prayer um, gets moved around, and uh, so it's got another movement here, so pay attention at 1 o'clock this Saturday we're gonna, they're gonna be behind City Hall at Peterson Plaza, behind City Hall. And, um, I'm not familiar with the walk. I'm not sure where they're going to walk to. Jim, do you have any idea? Do you know anything about the walk? No, I do not. Okay. I'll, I'll probably check into it though. There you go. You can go to, uh, We the People, uh, or I'm sorry, it is liatx.com 
Or you can spell it all out if you want to, if you really like your keyboard, Liberty in Texas. No, LibertyInActionTexas.com. LibertyInActionTexas.com or just real simple, L-I-A-T-X.com. And that prayer walk is going to be at 1 o'clock this um, Saturday. Um, On the 5th, the day after the 4th, that's usually the way the 5th usually falls, the day after the 4th. Which, by the way, I'm I'm going to start being a little more careful. It is Independence Day. I'm not going to call it uh, the Fourth of July or Happy Fourth of July. Um, we all need to be in the habit of um, we're not celebrating a day or a set of numbers. We are celebrating Independence. So the day after Independence Day uh, this year, uh, the Fredericksburg City Council is going to be meeting and they're going to be taking up that issue of of the uh, projects, uh, the welfare housing that Fredericksburg wants to uh, put up. And um, I think the members of the Fredericksburg City Council, along with the mayor, need to just drive around town once and see how many apartment buildings are going up. It could be that some of them just haven't seen all those buildings going up. So, Anyway, there. Uh, so there's a proposal to um, build some kind of projects. And maybe I know I got an idea. I was in uh, Chicago once, and there's this place called Cabrini Greens, and they got these great, awesome towers down there, red brick. I mean, they can get a couple of thousand people in each one of them. And so I, I don't know. I think. Um, I mean, if the Fredericksburg is going to do welfare housing, then why not go big? Let's uh, find the uh, whoever built Cabrini Green. Let's get them into Fredericksburg, and we can put in one of those giant project towers because, you know, that's worked so well to um, get rid of poverty in the last 60 years. Um, and so why not try it here in Fredericksburg? Yes, my tongue is planted deeply in my cheek. Um, the Liberty in Action meetup is going to be on the 12th. Of uh, that is a Wednesday night, the twelfth in Kerrville. Get you more details as we get closer, and uh, the thirteenth Thursday night. That is going to be the next regular monthly meeting of the Fredericksburg Tea Party. We're showing a movie uh, this year at uh, that event, and uh, so we're looking forward to that. And Angela told you about it on Monday. She'll be back and. We'll get more details on that movie, but we're making it uh, popcorn and ice cream. And I don't know who was on that committee, but th- those are to me those don't mix. I'm not sure. I I, uh, I I guess they're maybe trying to appeal to popcorn people and ice cream people, but I don't think I've ever had popcorn and ice cream at the same time. So this will be an amazing evening. Hey, we're gonna I'm gonna do something different. Just thought of this uh, as we go out after I give you some words of wisdom from Ben Franklin. I'm gonna play you the trailer for the movie monumental so we're going to do that i'm going to give you some uh, words of wisdom from ben franklin and then i'm going to play the trailer and of course it's made for video but there's a plenty of good audio in it and this is for the movie that we're going to be talking about when we get back from the great uh, from the break from the great break all right let's see um uh some words of wisdom from Uh, Ben Franklin, he says, uh, pride gets in the coach and shame mounts behind. See, every now and then I get one of them, and I'm not ever too sure which one, 
what it means. Pride gets into the coach, and shame mounts behind. I guess any. I guess maybe what Ben is saying, and that makes sense, is that uh, too much pride will bring you shame, or pride and shame go along together. So, um, gonna let's do this. Um, this movie is called The Monumental, and by Kirk Cameron and. Uh, I'm going to just pull up the audio on this and see how this goes. There's nothing like bones to remind you of your heritage. A set of ideas that is being implemented and advanced in this capital at this time is terribly frightening to people who are students of history. When you look at the Roman Empire, the parallels to what is going on in America are absolutely frightening. question is, are we going to go the right path ourselves, or are we going to continue down the wrong path that so many nations have fallen into? I can't save your soul. I can't promise forever. Hey! Yeah! I save my soul. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back with a little bit of Pink Floyd for you. Yeah, I know, I know. You're out there wondering, wait a minute, who's this conservative guy that, you know, the first couple of weeks um, I was on the air and um, very few people, um, I remember, I think it was one of Harley's daughters or maybe granddaughters that said, who is that preacher on the radio? That new preacher on the radio. And then I can't tell you during the first few months how many people, when they saw my picture, or ran into me and met me and said, "Oh my goodness, I thought you would look like a, you know, some kind of marine in a black suit." And uh, that ain't me. In fact, in fact, if uh, I got a, a funny situation, and I'm not putting Jim Mother all off, he's sitting right here, but a funny situation happened this weekend, and um, I wear a lot of tie dyes. I love my tie dyes. They go way back. I've been wearing them all. I love my tie dyes. I love flying the colors. I just do. I just love my tie dyes, and. Um, so uh, I guess uh, someone approached my wife at church on Sunday and was really upset that I'd been wearing a rainbow. Folks, uh, tie-dyes are not rainbows. Uh, they're just a lot of pretty bright colors. And uh, so, um, yeah, if you uh, don't like long hair, beards, and tie-dye shirts, you might not like me. So let's get on with that. We have Jim Motherall in the studio with us. Your your mic is hot. Jim, you've started up a, a project over at Zion Lutheran in Kerrville. Zion Lutheran in Kerrville. So tell us what, what you have going over there, what you want to do. What do you see coming out of this, uh, your new project at Zion Lutheran? Well, something put it on my heart uh, when I first saw this movie, Monumental, oh, I want to say about uh, eight, nine months ago. And subsequently, I've gotten into uh, other 
DVDs that fall into the same category of stuff, and we shared uh, one of them uh, uh, two weeks ago with enemies in within the church, and that leads into what Kurt does within the movie uh, Monumental. We showed it the first major part of the movie uh, last week at the church, and that's uh, that's at Barnett Street and Sydney Baker here in Kerrville. And he's, you mentioned just a minute ago about uh, self-governance, and you also mentioned a couple of other things about our founding fathers. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop and think, who were the founding fathers? We're n- they're not these you know, lazy type of people that came across from England just to get out of England. They were people that were uh, opposed of the church, opposed mm-hmm. of what was going on in England. They came over here to start a Christian movement. Mm-hmm. And in doing so... They did that out of uh, their their livelihood. That made their their livelihood, and they created their self governance by the first document, the Mayflower Compact. Mm-hmm. And from there, we grew into what we call our forefathers, as uh, George Washington and all those groups that created the two founding documents that created this thing. It's all based on biblical citizenship, and that's what ultimately where we're going with this project. Okay. That is, uh, that is uh, yeah, that's a great project. We really appreciate Zion Lutheran taking that up. This is in Kerrville. You know, um, I got in trouble a, a, a couple of weeks ago when I was kept saying Zion Lutheran without saying Kerrville because there is a Zion Lutheran in Fredericksburg as well. Yes. This is going on at Zion Lutheran in Kerrville. They're going to be showing the movie Monumental, and this is going to be Thursday night. Um, I have down here at 6.30. Give, it, give us the correct. time, and, and um, are you going to you gonna have any ice cream or popcorn? We'll have some snacks and stuff there. Uh, we've been having some uh, just from fruit and sandwiches and stuff. But we've already shown the main movie that's a little over an hour long. We're showing the lessons that come out of this right now. And okay. we're going to do that. There's 12 of these lessons we're going to do, and they're roughly about a half an hour each. We're going to try to do two of them per session uh, for the next several weeks. Oh, okay. And these lessons come out of the movie. They speak to specific topics. And Kurt does a beautiful job of sharing how and why we got to where we are right now, five hundred years, roughly four to 500 years later. And in doing so, we have to understand that because of our biblical and citizenship uh, come out of those forefathers that came across from England, they set the precedence of where we are right now. And you mentioned something about Rome uh, just a minute ago. We have to think our founding uh, creations came across from different documentation, uh, the Magna Carta, whatever you want to call it, and all these other things. Well, the fall of the Roman Empire was due to they did not remember their founding fathers. The fall of this country, if we don't uh, straighten up, will be due and go against what our founding fathers created. Yeah. I, uh, Jim, I have to say, I, I love, I, I love hearing you say what you said about going back and looking at the history of the country. That is, people ask me all the time, how do I keep doing this? Why do I keep, you know, what is it? I'm staying in the fight and I'm, I'm, I'm not giving it up. And, and one of the things that I always say is what, once I went back and looked at the history, and yes, I think history class, um, I'm pretty sure I don't think, and here's a little bit more information about me. I didn't graduate from high school. I was a dropout. And I'm pretty sure that history class, which was taught by a coach, 
was not a class that I went to very often. Exactly. And and, and it is fascinating that as uh, as I uh, mature, and uh, I'm still working on that, by the way. I'm still trying to grow up at 64. I'm still hoping I'm, I'll we're grow up. Same, and, we're the same age. So. Yeah, we'll grow up and keep your right there on the mic. Keep And uh, I keep thinking that we're uh, somehow I'm going to become uh, mature and responsible and, and all of those things, and I keep waiting. <laughs> so... But going back and and learning all those things, and and, and I went through the same journey, and it was what brought me around. It wasn't a matter of someone explaining to me the First Amendment or the Second Amendment. It was going back and looking at that history. Someone pointed out last week in an article that the the pilgrims, the uh, original uh, settlers, the founders uh, of, of this country, were the best boycotters ever in the world. Amen. They they decided to boycott England and Great Britain. But it and, it was the hardships that they went through to get that uh, to that point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that was a boycott that had teeth in it. Yes, it was. I mean, we're talking serious teeth. You're going mean, to cut when you your... separate from your family just to, uh, to get over here. When you separate not just once, but twice. Mm-hmm. And there was uh taking their livelihood and, and various things how many times would you or anybody else in this little town or in Texas or whatever, the first time that you run up against a brick wall in terms of uh, forward momentum, mm-hmm. would you stop? No. You know, that's just it. Depends. Depends on the person. Right. Our our country was not founded by wimps and weaklings. No, <laughs> you know, there's been that discussion. And that's, that- you know, the subtitle on this uh, the, the video is says, Restoring America as the land of liberty and that's what we were founded on is liberty absolutely and um so give us one more time we've got about a minute and a half left okay, so we are give going us to be meeting the- at the zion lutheran kerrville church at this corner of sydney baker and barnett street we're going to be in the old sanctuary that's right on the corner there it's not the big main one and that's going to be at six thirty in the evening thursday evening mm-hmm Y'all also have Vacation Bible School going on this week there, don't you? Yes, we do. Yeah, we've got, my wife is doing uh, Vacation Bible School over in Fredericksburg, so they, uh, I always wondered, I look around town, I think in the same town, do you think the churches kind of like get to call each other and find out when... uh, they're all, each is doing the vacation Bible school. Are you familiar with that? I've always wondered about that. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar with that uh, aspect. Uh, but there again, there's a lot of things going on that I'm not aware of. And there, I'm not going to sit there and you know, <laughs> say anything otherwise. Isn't that the truth, man? Amen. That is true for all of us. We get our, our all, each one of us gets some little, little tiny glimpse of one section. But we of, are a part of the big puzzle. We absolutely are a part of the big puzzle, and um, that's one of those questions I keep saying. You know, I pray, God, where where do I fit? What am I supposed to do? Guide me. Put the words in my mouth, and that that is my prayer. Where do I fit in on this puzzle? All right, Jim, um, we thank you very much for coming into the studio again, and I uh, hope you have a successful evening Thursday night. This is at Zion Lutheran in Kerrville. The starting time is 630 Thursday night. Thank y'all. Just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot.
uh, very pleased to uh, welcome uh, our our Hill Country Patriot friends to the uh, program. Matt Long will be jumping in here in just any second. We are here. We do each and every Tuesday. Hey, there he is. I love it. Well, Hill Country Patriot Radio, joining the Chosen Generation Radio Show and the Chosen Generation Radio Show Network and TECNTV.com as well. And, you know, Matt, one of these days I'm going to have to come out there and we're going to have to figure out how to hook up a camera in your studio. Oh. And, uh, and then that way I can... <laughs> That way I can bring you on on camera. You know, and, uh, I have, and, 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 yeah. I have a face made for radio. You know, that's an old joke, but I do. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't need to be on camera. I'm, I do plenty of time with just my, uh, awesome chocolatey voice. So there we go. I, you know what? Well, I, I've got a picture of you, as you know, up here, uh, with a, with a suit coat on and a nice shirt. And uh, and you've got your uh, your flag do rag on your head. Okay, well that's good. Uh, and, and yeah, well yeah. you you probably yeah. So, didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I know you didn't hear this, but uh, I recently uh, got in trouble for wearing a not in trouble, but uh, uh, I was wearing a tie dye, and I wear lots of tie dyes, and someone thought it was a rainbow, and um, so. You know what can I say? If you need, if you need a, a tie dye picture, if you need a tie dye picture for me, you know to to, to flick off and on there, then uh, well, you know I'll be glad to provide that for you. So, Pastor Greg, you are you're my Russian expert, my friend, and I have no idea what's going on with the Wagner Group, and we agreed to call it Wagner last night. We're not going to say Wagner. Um, I, I don't I don't understand any of that's going on in Russia, and I don't trust any of my uh, mainstream media outlets. But I trust you because I know of the work you've done in Russian and in Russian intelligence and those kind of things, or Soviet or what. Would you explain to us why you're my expert, please, Pastor Greg? Sure. So my my expertise comes from the time that I spent in the United States Air Force as a Russian linguist back in the early '80s. Uh, but before the fall of the wall and during the actual Cold War. And, and uh, my, my background in that <clears throat> was all, all of our instructors uh, were, uh, well, they, they were defectors. They were Russian defectors. So our, our direct uh, connection and, and, and my direct relationship then was with individuals that uh, taught us about the background and, and we needed to understand it so that that way, as we were uh, intercepting and, and, and listening to things that were going on, uh, we'd have some, some background and some basis for understanding why they were saying what they were saying and why they were doing what they were doing, understanding the history that was behind it. And it's interesting. And I use this a lot on my program and it is, uh, the, uh, book and 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 there's a video actually uh wnd films presents it's called disinformation the secret strategy to destroy the west and it's the true story of a soviet bloc spy chief who left the dark side to shine a light on the greatest source of political evil in today's world hmm. and uh, there's another book that he was a part of writing called red horizon which ronald reagan referred to as as his bible for uh, the way in which he dealt with Gorbachev and understood Gorbachev. But a lot of what's in that book 
is the intelligence that we were given firsthand by individuals that we dealt with. So, uh, so let me dive into this a little bit with regards to some of what's going on. Uh, when Putin decided to invade, the, the history between Russia and Ukraine is, is long and it's old. Uh, Ukraine has been a breadbasket. It is, has, has off and on fought for its independence from Russia. You can go all the way back to the czars. Uh, there was an uneasy truce that existed between Russia and Ukraine under the czars. And then when Stalin came to power, Stalin uh, knew that uh, in order for him to put in the communist authoritarian government that he wanted to put in, he, he needed to put down Ukraine. He needed to bring Ukraine under control. And, and he demanded of the Ukrainians that they ship uh, almost all of their food. And the Russians went in and took almost all of their food. You can look that up in the in the 1930s. There was something called the Holodomor, uh, and in the Holodomor, there were uh, some estimates are that 10 million Ukrainians died of starvation or or were murdered uh, by Stalin and and the communist Russians. Um, and and so there's been this friction that has gone on between them. Putin intended through uh, his, his, and had talked about it into the early 90s, Matt, that he has wanted to reestablish the Russian Empire. Mm -hmm. his, that, that's been his stated goal. Uh, he, he made it very clear. Now, they, they've flown under the cover. I know there's been a conversation, well, because of the NATO thing and this and that. It wouldn't have mattered. NATO, NATO was cover simply for the fact that Putin has had a plan to take Ukraine. Uh, I talked with Tony Schaefer about this on, uh, on, on Friday, and we're going to get into it some more. I, when I was looking at this Russian situation uh, probably 10 years ago, um, I, I had some individuals that were on the program with me back then, and we were talking about the, the whole fall of the wall. Mm. And, and this plays into what I'm, what I'm sharing with you folks. The fall of the wall was, was more guise than reality. And here's why, I, why I, I say this to you. Because the Russians knew, Khrushchev had said, we are not going to militarily invade the United States to take them down. We are going to take the United States down without firing a shot, and we're going to do it from the inside. Mm. How do they accomplish that? The only way to do it was to commingle our economy with their economy. And so at the fall of the wall, American business ran in, many ran in. I had a young lady that came to my door a number of years ago when we were living in Modesto who was selling Encyclopedia Britannica, and she was from there. And I always like to practice my Russian. Whenever I can, and I'm around someone that speaks Russian, I, I, I love to try to, you know, uh, brush up a little bit and mm -hmm. kind of warm up. It's just always stayed in my, in my mind. 
And so I was talking with her a little bit and, and we got into more conversations. And about the third time she came back, we got into a conversation a little bit about God and about religion and about, you know, the church and what have you. And I asked her, I said, you know, after the fall of the wall, why weren't, you know, did you all run to church? You know, cause she was saved. She said, yeah. no, I got saved in Africa. Mm. I was in Africa is where I found the Lord. And I said, why? She said, because for 50 years we were told there was no God, there was no need for God. And so when the churches opened, everybody just kind of went, oh, well, that's nice, <laughs> and moved on. Hmm. Because they didn't believe in God. This hmm. plays a role in what's happening over there now. Now, Putin is, is a part of the Russian system. The Russian system hasn't changed. They have what they call five-year plans. Every five years, they make a new plan. They never get to the fifth year. About the third year, the guy that was running the plan, somebody takes the fall and ends up getting tossed mm -hmm. because the plans never work. Mm -hmm. At the fall of the wall, the goal was to suck American dollars in. The KGB became the most powerful mafia in the world. They still are to this day, probably the most dangerous mafia that is there. They expanded their ability, their criminal activities, and then they brought American business in. Hmm. If you go and you study this, you'll realize that about 15 years ago, after they had pulled all of this American money in, and gotten businesses in there and, uh, and so on, the state started to take all of that back and they started to close the door. Mm. And a semi-iron curtain fell across Russia once again. This was a, a stair step to Putin's desire to expand the empire. Now, what's happened internally, there's, there's two schools of thought on this. One is, is that the hardliners have become impatient with Putin and with him having not accomplished the goal. I have pastors in Ukraine who have talked about Russian soldiers coming to their churches Initially, they came and, and, and there was murder and there was a pastor that was murdered just one village over. But as this thing is drawn out, these Russian soldiers are coming and they're begging for food. Mm -hmm. They're starving to death. They're begging for food. And that's the reason why the, the Russian offensive has, has been pushed back on. It, it's fizzled. Mm. And there's no will to fight. And, and within Russia, the people, and this was another one of the issues that happened, they had huge protests in Russia about the war. And they clamped down. They shut down social media. They arrested anybody that spoke out. They threw them all into jail. So there was a lot of unrest that was going on in the civilian population, which has continued. The Wagner Group came in. And essentially, they're, they're a bunch of hired military thugs. They're mercenaries. They came in, they started their offensive, 
They were, they were slaughtering civilians. They were raping women. They were doing all kinds of horrific things. They were part of a split that was going on and a political power structure that was happening. One of the schools of thought is, is that Prosian, the, the guy that's the head of the Wagner group, who also has been a close ally of Putin's, was being used to try to draw out the two of the the Grismov, Grismarov and Shobu who are the who are the opposing they're the military defense ministers that mm-hmm. that the goal there was was to draw those guys out because they there's an election coming up in March of 2024 and and Putin's ability to win that election is at risk Putin has the support of Moscow, but not the support of these military leaders. Hmm. And so the idea was, is uh, some of the uh, analysts have suggested that the head of Wagner was used to try to draw, to try to draw those guys out so that Putin could try to vilify them and, and potentially pin the, uh, the, the losing of the war or, or the losses so far solely on those guys. Hmm. And, and, and so that's, that's one of the schools of thought. Um, the other school of thought is, is, is that Putin's reign is very tenuous and that he may well be on his way out. You know, there's been a lot of rumors of uh, of his health, and and all based on, I guess, videos or audio. I, you know, I don't, I have no idea what kind of intelligence we have in the Kremlin, but I'm sure we do. But um, is are we? Do you think we're looking at the last uh, days of Putin, or is this uh, is, is he going to die happy in bed as the leader in twenty or thirty years? Generally speaking, the way that their transitions of power go is, is they basically say, okay, your time's up, and, and, and there's just a change. Okay. It's, it's not same, some big, long, dramatic, drawn-out process. Hmm. It's, 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 it's you're gone, and, and the next guy in line is going to take over. Um, that's generally how that works in, in, their, in their world. I think that there is a, a, a possibility that that becomes the reality. The question then becomes, who's the guy that takes over, mm. and, is he, and, and is he potentially worse? And, <clears throat> I mean, all of this conversation about Putin being a good guy, Putin's KGB, Matt. Yeah, you... That, that's... that's you uh, yeah, yeah, let me just interrupt you there, because when you started out, you started telling about what the KGB was doing right after the fall of the uh, uh, of the wall. And I was I was dying to say, well, wasn't Putin the leader at that time? Wasn't he in charge? I may be wrong, but I thought he was in charge of the KGB at that point in time. He, he was one of the top officials in KGB. Okay. So obviously he has his, he has his fingerprints all over the KGB turning into this very powerful mafia. Mm. Uh, it, you know, the idea that Putin is a, is a, is a good guy is just, it's a fallacy. Yeah. And it's all predicated on, well, it, you know, they, they don't accept homosexuality. So we're going to hang our hat. Uh, on the Russians don't accept homosexuality. No well, look, any civilized 
society that has any half a brain understands, okay, that that if you're going to survive, you can't do so by pairing men with men. Yeah. Men with men can't reproduce, period. So, um, man, we are plenty. Of, we are out of time, Pastor Greg, and I would have loved to. Man, I could use another hour and talk about Zelensky. I'm not sure if he is, if he's really a good guy either. Uh, just quickly, is this two bad guys fighting each other? Is this a Zelensky and 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 uh, a Putin? Are they both bad guys and they're just fighting each other? Is or is there a good guy in here somewhere? Ukraine's issue is the same issue that we have here. We have a deep state. Mm. So far, Zelensky has sort of survived this deep state. Zelensky's simply looking for how how do I how do I save Ukraine? How do I make Ukraine a winner in in this situation? I know people have talked about well, but he's gotten money and so on. We don't know where the money that, that he's gotten has gone. We do know that, that the whole crypto uh, the theory that, that was uh, you know, put out, I don't know, about three or four months ago has all fallen apart, that, that, that the evidence doesn't show that what was hypothesized was, in fact, the actual methodology. Hmm. There's absolute truth that the Bidens are involved and have been involved in criminal activity with Marisma and criminal activity with the Russian oligarchs and with Ukraine, elements of Ukraine. Not necessarily. According to my pastoral uh, sources, the implication is, is that the election of Zelensky was done to finally break the hold of the Russian puppets that had been running Ukraine, just like, you know, this, this, and that's what makes the, the whole Belarus thing really questionable mm-hmm. because the president of Belarus is a Putin puppet, right. period. He's not going to do anything that Putin won't, doesn't give him permission. And he even so much as came out and said it. Well, if Russia collapses, then we'll collapse too. Mm. So, so there's, so there's, and there's, so there's a lot to that. The, the other prognosis, and I'll just leave you with this. If you're going to advance into Poland and, and my conversations with the general consul of New York, the Polish general consul of New York, they firmly believe that if Putin is successful in Ukraine, he will come after Poland. Wow. He will start a war with them. Mm. They have no doubt that he will. If you're going to do that, you're going to need to come through Belarus. What better way to accomplish that than to put the head of the Wagner Group in Belarus, kind of off the radar where nobody's supposed to be paying any attention to him, as he builds an army to invade Poland. Wow. Okay. Man, you just opened. This is something we're going to be having to watch for. Um, interesting uh, prediction uh, from Pastor Greg, and I tell you what, I'm going to be watching that one. We'll put a marker on this show, and I'll be, it may not be too long before we can come back and say, yep, 
That was truth spoken right here on the Chosen Generation and the Hill Country Patriot. Pastor Greg, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate your information today. Absolutely, sir. My pleasure, and God bless the Hill Country of Texas. All right, folks, uh, we are going to take a short break, and um, when we get back, um, I have about six minutes. Uh, there, I'm very likely to go on a rant, but it'll be a short one, so you'll be mercifully saved by the bell today. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Man, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned, sticking around. A little bit of Ted Nugent to get your Tuesday going. Um, here's a website I want you to take down because it's going to have a phone number and an email address on it. And I've got a request from you today. In fact, I'm going to work on trying to get this to go statewide. I do have some... Uh, I do have uh, I do have a few connections around the state among leaders in the grassroots and this is something I'm going to push out there and see if we can't get more assistance throughout the state of Texas for this uh wee little project um I uh, I think we must take up. So, let me give you the background. Um, if you've paid any attention, you know that uh, a couple of years back uh, the city of Austin and all their genius voters who by the way show up at a rate of three or four percent for local elections you heard that right three or four percent turnout for local elections and they get a city council that is uh, skewed in one direction <laughs> yet what do you think of course it does so these guys in all their wisdom and experience and knowledge they decided that they just didn't need policemen in uh austin anymore they just didn't need police you know they're we're all gonna be you know just we'll all be nice to each other you know keep austin nice i know it's weird but i maybe they were just gonna rewrite the ideas keep austin nice love your neighbor right just love your neighbor and all the crime will disappear and we don't need any police officers in fact, I believe, and I don't have that information in front of me going by memory, but I'm fairly certain that there were plans for a new, that they needed a new uh, police station or police uh, building that they had outgrown, or there was some reason they needed a new one, and, um, and, and uh, they had voted for the money to build the new one, and then they came back and said, now, nah, not only do we not want that building, we're going to get rid of a whole bunch of our officers, and uh, we're going to. And so, what happened across the country with police happened in Austin, right in our backyard. If you're getting your truck right now, you can be there in less than two hours. So we're not talking about Milwaukee or Los Angeles or San Francisco or Nueva York. We're talking about Austin, Texas, a less than two-hour drive down the road, and they just said we just don't need any police here. And so what did our brilliant governor do? That website, by the way, is gov.texas.gov. See, wasn't that easy? gov.texas.gov. That takes you right to the governor's website, gov.texas.gov. 
www.ghostmedia.gov. And if you look up in the upper right-hand corner in a white uh, little uh, tic-tac tube, it says contact. And if you click on that contact button, it will give you a number of options. There's three phone numbers there. There is a place to to uh, text, uh, to send him, uh, not a text, an email. Um, they've got some, uh, he's got three options there to make it easy. I want to share my opinion. That's one of the options. I need assistance with something. The other option is I want to make an open records request. So, gov.texas.gov. Here's what the, the call is today. Email, phone calls, what have you, whatever you want to do. In fact, please do this over the next, uh, I, I don't know, do this for a while and see what happens. But the message is our brilliant governor decided after the, the people of Austin elected who they wanted elected and they they got those people in office and then those people they elected said we don't want any more police and the governor of texas said well we'll just send in some state troopers then all right because since austin didn't want to pay we're going to send in troopers and guess what austin said nah your troopers are arresting too many black and brown people, so back off. That's what Austin told them after the governor went in to help them. Austin said, nah, too many black and brown people. We can't do this. Tell the governor we want out of Austin. <laughs>